Hey everyone, and welcome to the program. This is Concert Conversations brought to you by the beautiful Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut, and our great sponsor, Ion Bank. You may know that the Palace Theater is observing its 100th anniversary uh, during the uh, 21-22 season, and they've got a bunch of events coming up. Uh, one of the things is Concert Legend Show, which is going to be October 14th uh, at the Palace Theater at 7 o'clock. Um, the king, really the king of uh, concerts, Jimmy Coplick will be there, and WPLR's Mike Lapatino is going to be there. And I, uh, I'm going to be the uh, master of ceremony, so uh, I hope you come to that show. You know, on this program, we love to talk to people who have kind of a unique perspective on the palace um, and uh, have maybe ha- have some sort of experience with it through the years. And today, I'm very excited to have as our guest someone who really has a long understanding uh, in years of the Palace Theater, and that is Rocco Orso. Hey, Rocco, how are you? Hey, Tom. Glad to be with you. Oh, it's uh, you know what? Uh, I, <laughs> I, no pun intended, but Rocco and I had a rocky start. Uh, <laughs> I kept sending him the wrong date. Uh, I'd give him a date, and then I'd put the wrong day on it, and I kept doing it. And he was uh, quite a gentleman, did not call me any expletives that I know <laughs> of, uh, which is okay with me. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> So, Rocco, uh, l- let's kind of give people an idea of your connection to uh, the Palace Theater. Sure. Uh, when I got out of college, the uh, job market wasn't that great, so my uncles were projectionists, so they got me into the projectionist union, and my uh, assignment was the Palace Theater. Uh, then they stopped uh, running movies in 1973, but I was involved. I was a, uh, a stagehand plus the uh, in-house uh spotlight operator for every show from 1971 until it closed in 1986 one of the best years of my life wow that is such a long time so when they i i did not know about the movie situation uh did they run movies right in the main theater yes in the main theater right and projection booth was way up on the top obviously and they had the big screen um and they ran movies uh from one o'clock in the afternoon to eleven o'clock at night. Wow! Any any dirty movies? No, don't answer. Don't answer that. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Let me tell you something. Mr. Temporale would never allow that. That's for sure. Oh, okay. And so, after so eighty six, right? You worked for the owner. Yes. yes. And I'm... and and can you tell us a little bit about the owner? Mr. Temporale was probably one of the nicest men I've ever met in my life. Um, and, and this city uh, should have a uh, thank, thank Mr. Temporale for the Palace Theater as it is today. And he had many opportunities to sell it, but he would not sell it because he loved it so much. Eventually, he did take it over by a minute domain. But uh, this city owes him a, a debt of gratitude for, uh, for sticking with it. And, and, and it could have been a parking lot today, but it is a beautiful place uh, and beautiful, a beautiful theater. Well, you... Uh, I know that you're a season ticket holder, so you have seen it uh, through all of its different uh, iterations. Um, uh, you know how beautiful it is today. Yes, yes, it is. I'm I was, so, I was. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I'm so proud that I was part of it. 
part of, you know, part of uh, the growing pains, part of all those years, and part of it right now, being a season ticket holder. So I, I'm curious, what did the palace look like that's different? I mean, I've seen pictures, of course, of the palace in the early days, but what 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 notable differences do you see from 71 73 to now well there's there's uh, there was more seating back then i think the capacity was 3800 but when they remodeled they had to put you know the ada requirements um uh and 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 this, and, they, and the, where they put the soundboard uh because before we used to have to carry the soundboard and put it in the loges um, and, and that area, you know, and uh, now it's there permanently. So I think the biggest thing is the seating area, and the seats are very much, a lot nicer now. Well, I I hear, and I've I've been there myself and performed there. Um, the uh, acoustics there are, are really really good for, you Unbelievable. know, like probably one of the best I've heard. Uh, was it the same back then? Yes, we 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 tested, we put. In, in those days, a small transistor radio on the stage, and we would go to the last row in the balcony, and you could hear it perfectly. That's how good the sound was. Wow. You know, you said transistor radio. I, I wonder if I ask my adult children if uh, they, they are familiar, familiar with a transistor <laughs> radio <laughs> and the great yeah. eight tracks that kind of went around around that time. <laughs> right, right. And also, too, Tom, I'm, th- I'm trying to think, too. Back then, and now this is state of the art. They had speakers that went all around the theater, like the surround sound. I mean, they were they were there before surround sound. Oh wow! So, yeah, there was there was some movies that you could that were going through that came through those side speakers, you know, and, and it was again ahead of their time. And, and this was constructed maybe 40, 50 years ago. Those speakers were, were installed. So you worked for the owner for a while. Yes. Um, can you tell us any insights? I mean, I, I know you said he's a nice guy. Uh, what was there any interesting story or incident that happened uh, when you two were together <laughs> that you can tell us about? Yeah. Well, you know, there was some times where uh, every show there was was uh, general admission, you know, and uh, there was never assigned seats. So it, sometimes it got a little testy with the people coming in. Uh, you know, rushing the stage and, and Dom and I would try to hold back the people, you know, so they wouldn't get hurt. You know, that was that was the biggest thing. We didn't want anybody to get hurt, you know. So, uh, uh, but he was right hands on. I mean, he was right there. He was right there. So you know, he had another business. He had a plumbing and heating business that he oh, ran also. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 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 Temporarily climate control. He ran that for, for years besides the palace. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's quite an individual who had the time oh, to yeah. run a complete theater and do that as well. And one of the most intelligent people I ever met in my life. He was a smart individual. So, Rocco, what was your position in 1986? Let's kind of look around that time. In 86? Yeah. Um, my position, I was still, like I say, stagehand and, and uh, spotlight operator when it mm-hmm. closed mm-hmm. in 86. Um that point you know at that point that that's basically what what i was the whole time you know you know part stage manager too when uh when i was asked to do that to make sure everything was running smooth um we we went from uh stage hand setting up equipment to collecting tickets at the door uh to uh 
bringing uh, refreshments to the to the, uh, to the to the performers, uh, collecting tickets and counting tickets after the thing after the concert was over. So we did a, a lot of things. Well, you know, uh, you must have had then a lot of unique opportunities oh, to, yes. to chat uh, or see the performers when they weren't, you know, maybe in their you know, in their public face, I'll put it that way. Right. Uh, anything I, interesting? A couple of things. Uh, one thing was uh, Kiss. Now, Kiss always had the, had their um, their makeup on all the time, but during the day, I had to deliver them some uh, their 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 lunch, their food, and everything. And I went into the state into the dressing room, and none of them had makeup on. Wow. I think I was probably one of the only people in the world who saw them without makeup on. I'm surprised you know? they didn't kill you. I know. Let me tell you something. They were so nice. They forced me to eat lunch with them. <laughs> I wanted to leave. I said, I can't stand. Oh, sit down and have a sandwich. You know, they were just so nice. You know, they were good. They were very good. I got another story about Kiss later, but that's, uh, but that was, that was uh, an enjoyable day. Um, I'll finish my Kiss, my Kiss uh, story where uh, they start their start their show with uh, pyrotechnics. So there, there's four spotlights and uh, I was on one of them and they have their own people on the other ones. And they were talking to the stage manager. We all had headphones. And the stage manager, one of the spotlight operators says, we're going to start the show as usual. And the guy says, no, we're not going to start it because we promised the uh, fire marshal and the theater owner that we'll not do it. So then they goes, spotlight one, spotlight two, spotlight three, spotlight four. You ready? And I says, yep, ready. And he said, blank, 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 them all. The pyrotechnics started. The fire came out of Simmons' mouth. And I could see from my vantage point the fire marshal and, and Mr. Temporale running big backstage. Cancel the show, stop the show. And he says, Well, if you want to stop the show, you'll have a riot. Uh, but they didn't continue. He says, We won't do it anymore. And they didn't do it for the rest of the show. Oh. But I, I, let me tell you something. My spotlight was right near the exit. I was ready to run out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that is, you know, <laughs> musicians uh, definitely have their own, uh, their own reality. Uh, right, right. And and what the, uh, what they'll accept and what they won't accept. That's pretty interesting. Right. right. So ticket costs. Uh, my understanding that tickets were somewhere around six fifty to ten dollars. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Is that what it was in '86? What What was the highest? I don't remember. To be very honest uh -huh. with you, I don't remember because I, I I really wasn't involved with you know the ticket pricing or anything. Sure. I used to just uh, be there when, uh, you know, when we counted the tickets, but I really wasn't sure what, what the pricing schedule was. Well, can you so. imagine, I mean, even, you know, you, you say, well, that was, you know, in the seventies and eighties, but 10 bucks is still 10 bucks. It wasn't, right. uh, you right. know, it, it wasn't all that much compared to what you're paying in ticket prices today. Right. Right. I mean, uh, and you got to, and also got to count into the people that snuck in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did that happen a lot? I'm assuming it, it did. Oh, did. my God. They used to climb from one building to the other building, come into the projection room, and, and, and they used to climb the roof. It was unbelievable. They did really? Shows us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to have to clean the mess in the projection room because they used to wreck it. Oh, my God. Well, my understanding, too, was that uh, people part would partake in uh, illicit uh, substances during those. Oh. I, I, that's for sure. I mean, uh, we used to at the door. We used to first. We used to get two or three barrels of liquor, and then and then when I, you know, and I have to say I've never done it in my life, 
but I used to come home smelling like a marijuana plant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to tell you, Rocco, but you know it's possible to get a little bit high just uh, from peripheral smoke. <laughs> and I'd get home, I'd get home, my mother would say, what's that smell? And I'd say, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is funny. <laughs> so so you you've seen so many bands. Um I know you've got a special story for us and I want to hold yes. on that for a, for a minute. Uh okay. but uh give us some ideas of some other bands that you had seen in maybe some unique circumstances. Uh, Grateful Dead, uh, they were there for two shows. I think that they, they, they sold out for both shows, and actually oversold for the shows. Um, I was walking backstage, and I bumped into uh, Garcia, and I he was rolling a joint at the time, and I spilled over, and he yelled at me. <laughs> 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 you know, I ran, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Carlos Santana, uh, there was a gentleman. His name was... Uh, Joe saw Kelly. He was the president of the local musicians union. He was around 80 years old at the time. And he would come to every single concert, every rock show and welcome the group. So, you know, I'm Joe saw Kelly, the local union president. I like to welcome you to Waterbury and so on. And so, you know, and he was a really nice guy, you know? So one day he come in and Carlos Santana was playing with his guitar. And I says, excuse me, Mr. Santana. I says, this gentleman would like to just welcome you to Waterbury. I'm too busy. I says, okay. So I went back and told him, I said, Joe, I says, he, he said he just doesn't have the time. Oh, go ask him again. I said, you're like, I really wanted to do that. So I went back again <laughs> and I says, uh, Mr. Santana, I says, you know, he, he's an elderly gentleman. Could you just say hello to him? Would it bother you? And he says, no, I'm too busy. Then my Italian temper got to me and I started screaming at him. And I said, well, I'm screaming at Carlos Santana. So he goes, okay, okay, I'll go talk to him. You know what I talked for over half an hour? Oh, that's funny. They talked about music. They talked, and they talked for over half an hour. And he comes back to me. Carlos comes back to me and says, thank you very much. I really enjoyed that. I said, oh, good. <laughs> that is, so I guess my saying temper worked. That is an interesting story as dealing yeah. with the temperamental uh, musicians. I, I don't know if people realize it, but uh, there was a time when the, the local uh, music unions were a real big deal. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I was on the road and, uh, you know, I'd get greeted, but that was always for a paycheck. They would, <laughs> they'd always come by and uh, I'd have to pay whatever it was from my band being there for a week or whatever. Uh, and it was always a lot of money. But uh, yeah, unions were a real big deal back then. Not not like today so much in the, in the local no, no. Uh, anyway. But uh, yeah, things have changed uh, quite a bit in that area. Give us another story. These are great. Well, Tony Bennett making was my the job last... easy, by the way. <laughs> Tony Bennett was the last one that performed, oh. and then he was the first one that performed when it reopened. Yeah. And the thing with him, he was a really nice guy too. And, and the thing with him is, he liked to play tennis before he performed. So we had to bring him to Hamilton Park. He had a friend of his, and they played tennis, and they came back, and then he at night, and then he sang. But that was one of his things. He always had to play tennis. He is such an amazing performer. I, I saw oh, him, yeah. I don't know how old he is now, but I saw him maybe 10 years ago, maybe less. And So did you see him in this, uh, when he came back, when, when the uh, palace opened? 
yes, I was lucky enough to, to be in attendance in that show. I really wanted to be there. I wanted, and I was there for the, the last show. I wanted to be there for the first show. And he, and he, what a performance he did too. It was, it was great. Like you said, he just, he's amazing. He's like, I think 92, 93 at this yeah, point. Yeah. And he's, and he stopped performing, I think, because he does have Alzheimer's. Oh. So, but, uh, but he's, he's, like I say, he was just a really nice guy. Yeah. First wow. one he found out my name was Rocco, I was all set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly what <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. We're gonna take a very short break and uh we're gonna be right back with Rocco or so right now love to hear from our sponsor, great sponsor, Ion Bank, and then we'll be right back. Business owners know you have to take control of your cash flow to grow your business. Ion Bank has a full range of cash management tools to help you save time, work more efficiently, and prevent fraud. It's never been quicker or easier to take control of your cash flow so your business can take off. Learn more about Ion Bank's cash management tools at ionbank.com, member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, today, we're being uh, regaled with many great stories uh, by Rocco Orso, who worked at the palace from in the 70s and into the 80s. So, uh, man, Rocco, these are these are great stories. Yeah, like I say, I, I it was one of the greatest years of my life just working there and uh, and meeting all these people. You know, um, another one, uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac played there three, two or three times. Um, and one story with them is that uh, we were packing up the uh, trailers uh, at the end of the night, and uh, there was always a house piano there. Even though they brought their own, there was always a house piano there. And Christy McVie and Stevie Nicks were walking out and uh, to, go to, to go to their trailer. And uh, they said, okay, let's stop. Take a break, boys. Took a break. They sang two songs, and they said, okay, break's over, and then we started working again. That was amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> And I had to take my tongue off the floor after. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, for many reasons, I'm sure. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so, do you happen to remember what songs they did? No, I don't. You know, I, I really don't. You know, I just uh, maybe my, like I say, maybe I was in awe. I was just about listening, but it was, it was. Just, they just sang and they just walked off, and that was it. You know, it that's was, great. It was, you know, but it was great. Wow, man, that is a great thing. So uh, you do have a very interesting story that uh, I'm told uh, that we should talk about. Right. And uh, that has to deal do with uh, Freddie Mercury, right? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know. You probably don't know this. I mean, Queen played here a few times, but they also rented the theater for two weeks to, uh, to, to rehearse before they went on, uh, on the road. Oh. And... Um, Again, being a house spotlight, there was a spotlight way up on the projection booth. So I was there every single night for the two weeks, the spotlight operator. So during one of the breaks, I was on stage, and uh, Freddie Mercury stopped me, and he says, uh, are you the spotlight operator? I said, yes, I am, sir. He says, listen, do me a favor. He says, what's that? He says, please, no white light on me, just amber, soft light. I said, sure. I says, but could I ask you why? He looks at me and he goes, yeah, with these buck teeth, that white light just shines. <laughs> you know, I have, I, it's, it's, 
it's it's funny, but it's not in a way because yeah, I, I know I've read some stories about about him and uh, that he was obsessed kind of with his looks. Yeah. Um, you know, and everybody's got something. I I fortunately am incredibly good looking, so you know <laughs> I don't have any of those uh, you know human issues, but uh, I guess Freddie did so. But and let me tell you something too is, is you know what I remember too. I mean, we spent two weeks with them, but they were just so such gentlemen, so nice guys. They weren't like they didn't have their nose up in the air. They were just regular people, you know. And it was just it was just enjoyable working with them for two weeks. And, and then the, now I'm not positive, but I, I understand and, and is that Bohemian Rhapsody was the first time ever played in public was on the Palace stage. Oh, really? Yes. Well, yes. you know, if yeah. you rehearsed with it, you know, it's too bad you didn't have the ease of recording. Can you imagine oh. what you would own today if they're working on their material for two weeks? Yeah. Did that did that even occur to you? I mean, no, not at all. Yeah. Then I'd have to bring this giant tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're my I'm put my reel to reel over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing. Don't worry about it. You know, and one and one thing get back to Mr. Temporale. One thing he wanted to do was get this giant book, and every every group that came in, sign in. But we never did it. And man, could you imagine what that be worth today? Oh my God! Yeah, I I'm sure that some places do that. I I know you know even some of the venues I play, they they always have the musicians right on the wall, and it's not always something you want to read. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, so you have seen the palace now from 70s to today. Um, any thoughts on the palace? I mean, good, bad, indifferent? Very good. Uh, I mean, it was, um, I mean, let's face it, during the 70s and 80s, it was getting run down. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, because, of, you know, because of the rock groups and the way to, way to handle it, you know. But when they redid it, it was that, that first night. I, that's what they almost cried when I saw the place. It was just so beautiful, and seeing the plays that are on there now are just fantastic. You know, uh, I don't want to go to Broadway anymore, and I used to go there all the time. You know, mm -hmm. just having having the plays here in, in the palace, and, and 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 we did a couple of plays too. They had here, they had Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. You know, but we had we had the ropes on the side. You know, we had to pull the ropes by hand to get the scenes up and down. It, you know, now it's just boom. You know, it's all automatic. Uh, it was just, uh, you know, it was a lot of work back then. Uh, but uh, just to see this and just to see and, and the people running it are fantastic. You know, um, it just it's just well, as far, as far as I'm concerned, it's well run and, 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 and the venues that they have uh, and, and the shows that they have. You know, you, you people got to be out there and, and support it because you don't know what you're missing if you haven't been, if you haven't been there. Yeah. You know, the, the first time I was invited to the palace and it wasn't that long ago, uh, when I drove in to the palace area, I was so pleasantly surprised by the area around the palace. Yes. Um, I don't know if you felt that way, but uh, feel that way. But I, I thought, gee, this is clean. It's safe. Uh, great parking. Uh, uh, it's just a, and a, you know, a nice feeling walking into the palace. Yes, yes. And even when, you know, you park in the ramp garage, there's people there. there there's there's palace people work, you know, working there, greeting you even in the, in, in the parking garage, you know. Uh, and, 
and it's safe. It's just you know people. Oh, geez, you know, I'm going. Out. It's it's beautiful. And then they're redoing. They're spending millions of dollars redoing East Main Street in front of the palace. Yeah, it's going to be more beautiful. Yeah, you know, and the things around it, the Yukon across the street, right? The, the Waterbury Arts Magnet School right next door. It's just a it's just a beautiful area, you know, and it's just yeah. uh, it is. It's 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 it, and and the palace just is part of it, and it's just a, a good part of it. And and you know and you also, are right by the way. You know, uh, in business, I always remembered that if you talk to a secretary and she was kind of witchy, you know. Uh, you'd know that the boss was too, because it it all trickles down the behavior. Right. And when you walk into the palace, you know, and I obviously I know the all the folks there. You know that all the folks are good, giving people, because they always just want to help. Right, and and a lot of them are volunteers. Yes, that's how much they like it and like being there. You know? I know. I mean, how many, how many, where do you go where you get volunteers nowadays? You got to, you know, like pulling teeth to get people to help you. They're, oh, they're, absolutely. You know, you know I, think, I agree. Well, Rocco, <laughs> this has been great. Uh, boy, you really are kicking off this, this hundredth uh, year anniversary uh, uh, so well, because you've given us so many stories about today and, and of course the past really do thank you for that uh thank you so much well I, i'm glad to i'm glad to share a few of my stories because everybody all my nieces say i should start writing a book so so so, so the stories will continue the story of a projectionist there's your title right there i think that's a <laughs> i think it's a great idea by the way and and later on offline you can tell me what dirty movies there were i don't know why i'm so interested in that but I just wanted to remind everybody talking about the palace and getting away from that, uh, that the 100th anniversary is being celebrated. And uh, make sure that you come to that show. I'm sure you're going to be there and I'll be there. Oh, so, yeah. so we'll get to say hello. Uh, October 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, at the palace. Uh, we're going to have some really some star power there. Jimmy Coplick will be there. He is so well known uh, nationally as uh, uh, the Concert King promoter and WPLR's Mike Lapatino is going to be there. Uh, I will be the MC, uh, and I'm sure that's the reason you're going to come. Uh, but it's going to be a great event. Uh, make sure you check it out. Get on the Palace website. You can do that now. It's uh, uh, palacetheaterconnecticut.org palacetheaterconnecticut.org or you can call them at 203-346-2000 uh, or you can go to the box office uh, on Main Street in Waterbury and really check out how beautiful it is there. Rocco Orso, thank you so much. Uh, I'm probably um, going to been... have you back on this show. I bet you got more stories. I, I sure do, but it's been a pleasure talking to you and being a, it's a pleasure being part of this 100th anniversary. Thanks so much. Take care. Take care now. Bye-bye.